Hey there, this is Andrew bringing you another Keyforge deck reveal and review. Uh, before I get into this one, which is going to be a Brobnar Decent Untamed deck in from Worlds Collide, quick update uh, on my competitive play endeavors. I went to a another Prime this uh, this last weekend uh, before recording this. It's it'll probably be like a month and a half ago when this actually gets posted, but. Uh, Anyway, and uh, got top eight. Um, the the one I went to in, I guess it was January, uh, I got top four. So this was a little bit of a, a step down, but uh, but there was a little bit higher turnout, and it was just really great competition. So um, I ended up getting knocked out in the top eight round by... Uh, the lady who went on to win the whole thing. So congrats to her. Uh, got to meet some people who recognize me from this podcast. So shout out to uh, uh, Kevin and uh, Mike and, and other people that I met there who were really cool and um, had a fun time. I ended up just uh, <laughs> losing... I was playing my double doorstep deck, and in the in the final game, uh, had one doorstep I was holding for the right moment, but uh, she data forged rather than sit on a lot of amber, and so that was wasted. And then before it could become useful again, she punctuated equilibrium to me and knocked it right out of my hand. So uh, very very well played, and again congratulations. So this is. QM Prune Toys of the Magnificent Tomb. And, uh, yeah, I'll go through it pretty quick. I did open it and play a game, uh, was it last night? Yeah, last night with my brother-in-law. I won this at Chainbound, and he won one as well. So he was up visiting, and uh, we went out, played Chainbound together, and then came back and did a blind game with this deck and the one that he'd gotten. Uh... Blind, if you ha aren't familiar with the term, is like sealed, except you don't look at your decks. Actually, I think I had we did look at these, so I'm lying. It was sealed anyway. Okay, so uh, did sealed. So I'm going to go th through this kind of quick. This is a relatively fast Brobnar that I'm very happy with. So it has a Laka, which is a four-power giant who says if you have used a creature to fight this turn, a Laka enters play ready. So fast. Then we have two copies of Berserker Slam. This is great. It's an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you deal 4 damage to a flank creature, and if this damage destroys that creature, its controller loses 1 amber. Uh, this is really nice. This is amber control. You get an amber, you kill something, it's a great deal. One of the, I think most people, a lot of people would agree it's one of the best Brobnar cards to this set. Ire Staff is an artifact with a bonus amber. You exhaust it to enrage a creature and give it plus one, a plus 1 power counter. Uh, I tend to use this on my own creatures. And with some of these, it's nice to be able to get repeated play effects. We have two Mog Hunters, which means, you know, big beefy creatures here to, to fight stuff. And if, uh, if Mog Hunter survives the fight, she deals two damage to a flank creature. So really nice effect there. Good for dealing with that little stuff. And you see that, like, combo is really nicely with the Berserker Slam, too. Because if you have a Mog Hunter and a Berserker Slam... You can kill a six power creature actually with the Berserker Slam and still make your opponent lose Amber. Good deal. Narp is an eight power giant with one armor whose neighbors cannot reap. 
and uh, I think one is the correct number of NARPs to have. It's it's fine. It's actually really nice having one big giant creature like this. Shorty is a four power giant with assault four, and after it reaps, you enrage it. But the, it's really the assault four that is the the reason you want to fight with it most of the time. And uh, yeah, it's really nice. Power of Fire is an action. When you play it, you sacrifice a friendly creature. If you do, each player loses amber equal to half that creature's power, rounding down, and uh, and you gain a chain. That is great with the NARP, with the Mog Hunters, assuming you get to a situation where you have no amber or just one amber yourself. You know, you, you use it on the Mog Hunter. Your opponent loses three, NARP, four. Uh, that's actually a really good deal. So this this is a pretty good setup for Power of Fire. And because these big creatures have some staying power, uh, it, yeah, the likelihood of it firing is pretty decent. Forge Master Og is another nice Amber Control card. It's especially nice because it takes effect immediately after playing it. You don't need to keep it out more than one turn to have its effect be good. So it's a four power giant, and it says after a player forges a key, they lose all of their remaining amber. Uh, it's great. Some interesting, and I, and I got to use it last night and make my, my brother-in-law lose quite a bit of amber with it. Uh, interesting timing stuff. This shares a timing point with interdimensional graft. And if, uh, if you forge and there is an aug in play and also interdimensional graft is in effect, you get to choose which happens first, which means you can choose to lose the amber before giving it to your opponent, which means there's nothing to give them. Additionally, I think this interacts with Strange Gizmo in an interesting way in that uh, if, it's, if you're forging and it's your Strange Gizmo, you could choose to... You could choose to fire the Strange Gizmo first, which would mean that you would... Which would mean that you would uh, kill everything and then not lose your amber. So that would be kind of a nice deal. Alright. Unless your opponent has an interdimensional graft in effect, in which case maybe you want to do Og, Strange Gizmo, interdimensional graft. I don't know, that's kind of weird. Alright, and then we have a Mega Grok, who's a 7 power giant. With fight, your opponent loses one. I love Mega Grok. It actually has, you know, survival power there to get that effect multiple times. If you get the brew on it, it's extra big. And if you can keep using the uh, the Iron Staff on it, it gets even bigger. So the the ability of it to stay on the board and just make your opponent lose amber all the time is pretty awesome. And yeah, so overall, I mean, this is uh, I like this Brobnar spread. Has very very good amber control in Brobnar. Some big board presence, some direct damage, um, even a little reap speed. It's great. It's a really good Brobnar for Worlds Collide, especially. All right, on to Dees. We have a Binding Irons. Play it. Your opponent gets three chains. We have two copies of Dendrix. That is a five power demon with fight. Your opponent discards a random card from their hand which is fine. This is also a good target for boosting power with Iyer Staff or the Brew. Make them bigger, get to use them more often, although I don't love this kind of effect. It's still, it's better than not having it. 
Imp Spectre is a two-power imp with destroyed purge a random card from your opponent's hand. And you're going to see uh, purge is, there's a lot of purge here. So I, I like this with all the other purge that's coming around. We have two copies of Infernus. That makes me happy. Infernus is a four-power demon with play purge up to two cards from a discard pile. Your opponent loses amber equal to the total amber bonus of the purged cards. Um, so compare this to Berserker Slam. Berserker Slam makes the controller of the creature that's destroyed lose an amber, whereas Infernus makes your opponent lose the amber regardless of whose amber pips got purged. You do have to pick a discard pile, so you're going to pick theirs or yours, and then you purge up to two cards from it. Um, so sometimes it's more advantageous to purge from your own discard pile to get rid of amber pips and make your opponent lose amber. But be careful with that. It's, it's nice if you can get to you know, purge from your opponent's discard pile and make them lose amber. It's very nice. Uh, yeah. And then you have a four-power creature, which isn't so bad. Born It's Touch is an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you reveal the top five cards of a player's deck, probably your opponent's, and you purge a card revealed this way, and then you shuffle the rest back into the deck. Again, more purge. At this point, we've seen six cards purged in one time through the deck, which is pretty good. Uh, pretty good. Gleeful Mayhem is an action with a bonus amber, and it says for each house, deal five damage to a creature of that house. A lot of people get confused about this. The way I like to think of it is just picture a list of the nine houses that we have so far, and go down the list, and for each one, pick a creature of that house that's going to get five damage dealt to it, and then all the damage is applied simultaneously. Then we have a Hysteria. This is excellent. If we can pull it off with the right timing, that means we get an extra hit with our Infernuses, which is very nice. So, uh, yeah, get to. That means at this point we're at potentially t uh, 8, 9, 10 cards purged in one run through of the deck. And then we have Snag, who's a 5 power demon with a fight effect, so again, another this is another decent target for the brew uh, for the brew or the ire staff to, to give it plus power so we can keep using it. And its fight effect is your opponent must choose the house of the creature snag fights as their active house on their next turn. <clears throat> so it's effectively a control the weak uh, based on what you fight. So really nice effect there. And then we have Harvest Time, which is an action. No bonus amber here, but when you play it, you choose a trait. Remember, trait is something that shows up here under the name of the creature, like Demon in the case of Snag. Choose a trait. Purge each card with that trait. Each player gains amber for each card they controlled. That was purged this way. Oh, I didn't realize before it says purge each card with that trait. So this could actually be used for artifacts as well as for creatures. Interesting. So this is the first time that I can think of that the trait of a an artifact has mattered, and it, it certainly does. So uh, yeah, so the you gain amber. Now this is you know potentially who knows how many purges, right? This could be a a really effective board control if your opponent has you know, a big Brobnar board with six giants, you, you purge them all. Not only are they off the board, they're gone forever. Um, now, of course, your opponent's going to gain Amber. That's nice for them. 
if if your opponent has creatures that are warded, that, that this is interesting, right? Let's say you purge their dinosaurs and they have four dinosaurs, but two of them are warded. Well, the the warded ones just have their wards popped, and so your opponent would not gain amber for those, but they still lost their ward. So pretty cool. Uh, you might want to pick something you have some of to to purge and get amber that way. I was able to use this last night in a situation where my opponent had no amber, but I, I used harvest time to kill to to purge all the giants on the table. They gained two amber, and then I was able to play Infirmus uh, and burn that amber back. So uh, it it was yeah pretty brutal. So uh, this that brings the purge total here to like you know ten plus in one run through of this deck, which is pretty bonkers. Then we have Onyx Knight which is a four-power demon knight with play, destroy each creature with odd power. Really uh, interesting board control there. Uh, depending on the timing, can be really, 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 really crazy good. All right, we're on to... So yeah, I feel like like this is a really good board control and amber control Dece and Bravnar with some decent amber generation. And especially if you have board control, you have all these creatures you get to reap with as well. And then even some house control if you get to use that snag over and over again. All right, on to Untamed. We have a Ghost Talk, which is a two power beast with deploy. And after you play it, you may reap with each neighboring creature one at a time. And our current understanding of how this card works is you may, so you choose whether to do this whole effect or not. If you choose to do it, then you have to reap with both creatures, one at a time. So you pick which order, and you reap with them. That's a really nice effect. And of course, if they're stunned, they just unstun instead. We have two copies of Imprinted Mermook. This is a three-power beast with Elusive, and it makes your keys cost minus one. Really amazing. That turns this into all, a bit of a race deck if you can keep this on the board. That makes your keys cost four. Molfin is a three-power beast with Hazardous 3, and it says after Amber is stolen from you, deal one damage to each enemy creature for each Amber stolen. That'll knock wards off, and it also, you know, disincentivizes stealing. All right, now we have Song of the Wild. This is an action that says for the remainder of the turn, each friendly creature gains reap, gain one. So it doubles your reaping, Amber. <sighs> Three of them. That's, it's too much. One is okay. Two might even be okay with a ghost talk, uh, but probably two of these are going in the discard pile without actually doing any work. Because um, we probably, you know, these are small creatures that really aren't going to live. So, yeah, it's a little rough. I don't like that. That's, that's, I, this is my least favorite thing about this deck is having three of these. It's not terrible, but it's, I'm not, I don't love it. All right, we have more, uh, more power boosting here. We have the fittest. We have two copies of the fittest. This is an action with a bonus amber that gives each friendly creature a plus one power counter. It's really nice. Yep. Just makes everything bigger. <sighs> Speaking of power boosting, we have Panpaka Inga. This is a five power beast that says creatures to the right of it in the battle line get plus two power. Now it's only as long as it's on the board, but wow. I mean, this turns our Dendrixes and our Snag and uh, Grok and things like that. Just really good. So, fun stuff. Uh, then we have a Wild Spirit. It's an upgrade with a bonus Amber that says this creature gains Reap Capture 1 Amber. Uh, my The creature I ended up putting this on last night was the Narp. 
because I just thought, you know, it, it itself can reap. People often forget that, but it's just a big thing. I'm fighting with my other Brobnar creatures, and this is just a big thing that's going to have a lot of amber on it and make my opponent, you know, need to figure out a way to deal with it. So that was how I chose to play that. And then we have Vineapple Tree, which is an artifact with a bonus amber, and it says that keys cost plus one amber for each growth counter on Vineapple Tree. And after a key is forged, you remove each growth counter from Vineapple Tree, and its action is put a growth counter on Vineapple Tree. So you can boost key costs. I don't love this. Um, I feel like, you know, if you're using it, then you're not going fast enough. Um... It kind of puts you in a situation where you want your opponent to forge before you do, and I, I don't like that. So I don't love this card. Uh, it can be used to good effect. I just, I don't love that way of doing things. So that is that. Um, yeah, it, I mean, on, on bonus amber, we have, let's see, four. Count that as two, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12. So 12 bonus amber if we count the the ghost talk as two um, but some other really nice effects and the board control and the amber burn in this make it uh, actually a pretty effective deck at at racing for the for the win so anyway that was qm prune toys of the magnificent tomb i hope you enjoyed going through this with me and that you'll get out and forge some keys